Culture Dumps. Hey, welcome to Culture Dumps. It's I, Parks Miller, joined by Ryan via Zoom, via whatever we're using. (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) FaceTime. Who knows? He's here with me, but we're on other sides of the country. God bless the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said that like that, but um, yo, we've got another dump for you. This one is uh, Bo Derek. Now, yeah, this was like this. This came. Did this come out of your head specifically? Because this one kind of surprised me, and I, I wasn't even on board necessarily at first. But then yeah. I got into it, and yeah, it's a. Dump. I I will say the Bo Derek uh, is a seventies slash eighties dump. Um, she was very. She was an actress. Um, extremely popular for a moment. So definitely qualifies as a dump. And, uh, of course, it gets a little weird when you actually get into it. Um, I think that I I have, like, two reasons how I arrived here. One is the uh, fucking VH1, which we talk about all the time, like those countdowns and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I guess, like, I love the 70s or I love the 80s. Oh, yeah, they would have totally um, covered that. Yeah, and... Probably 70s just, for, for 10. I guess, I guess yeah, because... She has this one incredibly iconic moment. Um, probably you would most, if you knew her at all, it would be like when she has these corn, or wait, is it cornrows or the... Uh, they're just like long hanging beaded braids. I don't know. If, I don't know yeah, if they're like cornrows per yeah. se. Um, she's wearing those in this movie 10 and she's running down the beach in slow motion. Right. And that, it's that it's kind of like the Baywatch predecessor, really. Yeah, it's kind of a pre-Baywatch beach babe scene. And that scene, I mean, the movie was also a good movie, but that scene basically made her a huge star and like a sex symbol. Yeah. Um, so it kind of like catapulted her into fame from that moment alone. So I just, I remember like the scene and kind of like, they would always talk about it because it was kind of like, I guess to certain guys of that era, like that could have been like it was their, the awakening. Like, the awakening. Then be like, oh wow, I'm. That's the first time I've ever yeah <laughs> gotten a boner or something. Well, I don't it, know. It, it's in the same. It's in the ranks of say uh, that Farrah Fawcett poster from the seventies. Mm-hmm. That, right. that was so iconic. I right. mean, and she became so like it, she was in some stuff before, but this like. Especially again, just this one scene, which is kind of why the whole thing right. is a dump. And so I never, because it really does stem was. from that. Yeah. But that is like, like she became the Pamela Anderson of her time, meaning she was right. super, super successful. And then one kind of questionable project after the other kind of led her to just mm-hmm. be remembered for what she exploded on the scene for, and she just kind of coasts with, with that. Yeah, and I mean she's still alive and probably still doing great and uh, looks great. Uh, Sure. And, but yeah, or even like a like Carmen Electra or something like where it's like I feel like Pamela Anderson though is super famous. You know what I mean? Like, well, she yeah, but Bo Derek like, was super famous too. True, true. At, at it's that true. Time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? I guess. And, well, I guess what I mean is because Pam. I mean, I like Pamela Anderson has had sort of multiple fame peaks. I guess because there was the Baywatch, and then there was. 
Just like I don't know, I guess like with the tabloid stuff, just like the, the sex tabloid tape, stuff kept her the sex tape kept her yeah. going in in the public for sure. Because I mean, she was on the show VIP, very very not right. well perceived cult classic. The movie Barbed Wire that she was in was yeah. a flop, uh, mostly due to the negative press of her of the, the sex tape. I'm gonna say because right. I mean Barbed Wire. I mean, who who wouldn't want to go see that? But uh, right, <laughs> um, you know. But and yeah, then now it, it's it's just like well, she's Pamela Anderson, and that's Bo Derek. Like Bo Derek true, no, was yeah. doing all this stuff, yes. and then one questionable project after the other now she's Bo Derek. She'll pop up every now and then and it's mostly because she's Bo Derek. Yeah, yeah. I mean she had and her name is kind of it's I mean Bo Derek is just like a good sort like of memorable porn, a male porn star's name. <laughs> yeah, Bo I definitely know mainly as like male names. Um but yeah, she I guess so I I remember always seeing that and kind of people, you know, in the I love the 70s whatever thing, the VH1 thing. And really never thought anything of it. Never even, I mean, it didn't compel me to even see the movie. You didn't have a great sexual awakening, you know, Um, (laughs) watching. No, I had American Pie, which we uh, talked about on a very, very early um, Patreon Patreon episode. And so it kind of relates to that sort of, and when sometimes when there are sex symbols, like, I mean, you have, you know, you have like Marilyn Monroe, right? But she has like legitimately great movies there's a timeless belt like she she is a she is a great actress bo derrick unfortunately is like a very bad act she's not good at acting (laughs) he's just gonna Um, go ahead and say it and so it it kind of and she is very much just being objectified it's like look at this smoking hot look at this woman not even look look at at her her. it's look at this like in a lot of those movies and i feel like that you know like some of the films that she did like i think that the reason why her acting comes off poor is because the movies themselves are shit so there the wasn't are, there wasn't yeah. so much you could do with it but also because of the way she got into the business and yes. like her kind of trajectory of success allowed her to nail parts and pretty much have a guaranteed career without mm-hmm. having to like reach the accolades of some of her you know cohorts right and then so then the the other The reason that it kind of came back up and I was like, oh, this could be a dump is because there was this bar in Athens that I used to love going to. It's called Go Bar. And actually, when I when I was in L.A., you met the guy, Tom, who who owned and he's this awesome. He's a lovely guy. Like, seriously. Yeah, we played there in one of the most unhinged moments of my life. Yes. Watching Mr. Parks Miller in a kimono having a mental breakdown in the middle of the floor. Uh, Yeah, it was was intentional. But yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. um, I think I vomited in a rice cooker and then, <laughs> and then plugged it in and tried to, no! tried to get it hot. Oh, that I happened. remember that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It wasn't a lot of vomit. I'm not, like, very good at vomiting on command. Um, I didn't have a lot in me. Uh, but anyway, the Go Bar, <laughs> I loved Go Bar because it was a kind of a place where you could do stuff like that. And it would just be, like, oh, just another Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so... Anyway, I love Tom because I feel like he is really, he, you know, it was like a disco-themed bar and I guess there's sort of that like the old queen, that type of person sure. who like who actually like kind of grew up in like the 80s or 90s and like was in that scene. And I feel like it's just the way he's just kind of like, oh, like you're doing an episode on Bo Derek. Oh, great. <laughs> like Bo Derek, you know, like she's wonderful. Yeah, she's fabulous. Right. Yeah. And so he he would sometimes play 
like movie. Well, because like, she kind of has like, like a Jane Mansfield thing going for yeah, her too, because mm-hmm. of the quality of her films and the like height mm-hmm. of her of her being a sex symbol. It is this like you know again like we're throwing out all these legendary bombshell names, and I mean yeah. a- any of them really in a way could be a culture dump, like a Jane Mansfield, right. even a Pamela Anderson to a certain extent. Uh, not not as much as as some of the, as the others, but like Bo Derek right in the pocket there. For, for that yeah. because of that it's camp you know and it's a it's, she's a camp it's very classic. campy yeah and so the, at this bar they would play um just kind of like soft core porn is basically what it is i mean it's the, <laughs> there was this era where these movies were just pushing the boundaries of like how much nudity could sort of be in like a hollywood movie yeah and still not be considered porn i mean there's no like penetrative sex in these movies but, almost. but there's a, a lot of nudity and so it also served this era because we're so much in this fucking internet porn age we've been in that time for a very long time so it it doesn't really make sense but this would be literally like oh like let's go to the theater and see one of her movies because you're gonna see some boobies and like this might be an actual (laughs) that was like a rhyme (laughs) movies boobies yeah but you know it was actually like i guess that would be more of a uh it was the draw and i mean <laughs> yeah also at that time you had a lot of european films being played in america because theaters especially in places like Times square you know you'd have like you'd have a lot of stuff because they were playing movies all the time and it wasn't all just big blockbusters like it is now you know each theater would try and compete by playing something different so they were all pulling and a lot of those european stuff like and a lot of the more artsier stuff had tons and tons of nudity also yeah. there was literal movie theaters playing hardcore porn so in right. order to get the people that wanted to go see hardcore porn in a theater it's like well how do we get them back in a normal theater play something that's almost there you know right it's, it's all plays and, into it and then there would be certain stars of that Bo yes. Derek being like a major example yeah and and i guess it, i think that kind of has faded away where like sort of just being the singular appeal of a movie is because there's this very beautiful woman in it and that's the only reason why usually i guess like i think that's still could possibly happen but because of the access to people have to just you know like it doesn't really make sense to do that anymore i guess <laughs> um i guess like maybe julia fox in uncut gems kind of i mean that kind of did make her a star for just being like a very attractive person yeah now she's a, um, a star on fucking on tiktok which i fucking am right. not gonna mention in another goddamn episode i know i just remember love I'm, TikTok. I'm, i mentioned yeah i don't oh, dude it's the fucking greatest I, yeah I, yeah they're like man it's scary how much it reads your face but sometimes you're like Mm -hmm. wait like you're showing me this thing that i shouldn't be liking but like you knew that i liked it like now i like now i like the algorithm so (laughs) not even like um, sexual stuff but like just like weird like like there's a trend where guys like break pieces of ice like different like like (laughs) oh i'm gonna break this big piece of ice and like i'll just like i'll watch that shit all day it's ridiculous (laughs) that's very weird but i get it that's 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 what's going on um so yeah, I guess it's kind of then then what I I just happened to see one of her other movies, not 10, and then I was like, "Holy shit, Ryan, this is a culture <laughs> dump. This is the some of the wildest shit I've ever seen like um this movie Bolero, and we'll get all yeah. into it." Um so then I basically tried to watch as many of her movies as I could and sort of actually go and figure out like this person who had strictly this- research has big well, she's very attractive i mean it didn't hurt at all but she's very attractive and very naked um so so anyway i just kind of i don't know it's it's weird because it's like a 70s dump so it's kind of like 
we 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 do these from time to time. Yeah, um, sometimes we you know it's back. it's kind of a little old school. Uh, but you know, like a little bit about her. So Bo Derek was uh, born Mary Kathleen Collins on November twentieth, nineteen fifty six, uh, in Long Beach, California. So this is very much like a California showbiz tale. Oh, um, gotta love and it. And she, I mean, she's basic. She's so freaking like just. Like such an attractive white woman, you're like, there's no way this person wasn't going to somehow be famous, like right. a model, it's, an actress. It's a cookie cutter image, you know what it's, I mean? Like, yes, you know, and 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 you know, fuck, man, like especially at that time, like it didn't occur to any uh, like Hollywood fucking producer that like, oh, like we have a very, you know, we have a huge lack of diversity here. Like, you mm -hmm. know, it's like, no, it didn't bother them that all the leading ladies, like, especially for these like younger, like sexy films, like all completely looked the same. That yeah. was like, it, it was, they're like, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Kind of formulaic casting mm -hmm. system. Right. Right. So, uh, while attending high school, in Los Angeles. Here we go. At the age of 16 in 1973, can you smell the mustache about to come? Yeah. <laughs> Collins became sexually involved with John Derrick, a married man 30 years her senior. Um, John 46. Derrick. 46. Yes. And this guy, he was an actor, a director, um, sort of like an old Hollywood-ish, maybe not like the true golden age, but like he was, he started in movies like in the 40s and um he was in a bunch of them so he's kind of like your classic like seven like sort of hollywood guy moving you know, his way up through the studio system up right yeah. up to the top yeah like he wasn't like you know brando or paul newman level but you know he he was putting in the work and he was definitely like a known a working actor yeah he was a known guy and i mean i think like I mean, some of these movies, I don't really recognize a ton of them, but I think, you know, he had some hits. So, like, you know, people knew who he was. Anyway, um, yeah, but he's fucking 40-something, and he's having sex with a high schooler, a teenage high schooler, uh, while he's married. And so then I was like, okay, damn, this is turning into a story now. Yeah, and, I feel like this um, dump is all is like half the actual story, and then half your journey into beginning, like to into like discovering. Yeah, like, this I'm is how like, we discover like, what, what is a dump going is. On? This yeah, is a, yeah. this is a great like uh, kind of like side theme within this episode. Like this is how a dump is conceived. It starts yeah. with one person saying something, or you remembering something, and then it gets <laughs> right. into the the rabbit you hole. Dig so. in, and then you're like, oh, is it worth it? And yeah, I think so. And I mean, unfortunately. Uh, here we are again with underage sex. It's been happening a lot in culture dumps. Uh, but I mean, here's some on, more. no, in the episode, like, <laughs> uh, like the subject matter, not in culture dumps, not, not like at HQ. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's Jesus. like, no, it's just like, here's another dump that inv that that is part of the story. I know. Well, um, it, it's fucked up because I feel like, yeah, that's just, it, I mean, it's a surefire way to ruin something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it's a I surefire mean, think, way to fucking completely obliterate your fucking career. I mean, not in this case, but I think I think what it is is because a lot of culture dumps does involve fame, and I think that this involves famous people, and then those are the people that. And if you're often a famous tend, rich pedophile, you can do a lot of fucking fucked up shit. For you a can long at time. least uh, get away with it more. But this something. is like I don't know that 1970. Like when people say, "Oh, it was a different time," like. And, and legit, we know that that's not, you know, that's right. not okay. But to have a, a Hollywood, like, 
director, fucking ex-actor, hotshot guy in his mid-40s to be getting with a high school girl who was like a bombshell blonde that was definitely going to start being in the movies. That Nothing was seen wrong that, with that at all. Yeah, that like, probably... Like, the only part that was fucked up to people was like, well, he has a wife. Like... Poor the right. wife, but great for him. And wow, he that probably, girl's gonna be a star. He probably like would come pick her up after school oh. in, in like a convertible. And, yeah. and so you got and if you look at pictures of John Derek, this guy is fucking wild. Like he is he's just got those big like cocaine sunglasses, like the orange glasses, the yellow tint. He is so over tanned, like he has to be going to a fucking tanning bed. Yeah. He's got one of those gnarly caterpillar 70s mustaches. Oh, it's it, so the 70s. Yeah. I mean, he also yeah. kind of looks like um looks like a like a famous alcoholic country singer during his coke phase who's in between flights. Like any of these pictures mm-hmm. I see, he looks like the coked out older country singer walking from terminal to terminal. Yeah. But he did a he had a lot of tan going on. Um but I mean it by all I mean, they, they were in a relationship, and um, so, I mean, r- very shortly after they started dating, uh, John Derrick divorced his then-wife, Linda Evans, who uh, was also an actress, like a TV actress. Yeah. Um, so, boom, divorced. And then uh, the couple moved to Germany. This is John Derrick and, and Bo Derrick, who, who wasn't going by Bo yet. Um, but they moved to Germany because he couldn't, be under California's statutory rape oh laws. Oh my god! Classic, classic situation. How do you want to spend your honeymoon? Not in jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, I mean, he was very obsessed with her in a very uh, not Lolita way. Yeah, like not the super fucking healthy. Film. Yeah, and just kind of like obsessed with her beauty, and I'm sure just like all sorts of weird shits going on with this. Um, but he, his muse. Yes, and he basically just tried to start filming her naked as much as um <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean that's that's a big part of it is he just he so he they tried to make this movie called Fantasies. So it's like a yeah. fucking like and so she's <laughs> actually um I could I didn't find this one, but I think that might be in Probably part because it's illegal. she <laughs> is was not 18 and naked in the movie. Yeah, I was so it might say. be hard, yeah. So that's not something I necessarily want on my fucking like search um, because yeah, but you, can see, you can see the cover of it. And I mean, she's like naked and kind of like in this sort of weird, like sort of like a ch- very childlike kind of pose. And it's just called fantasies. Um, this movie did end up coming out later after she after the movie 10, like after she did become uh, famous. Right. I mean, this is like I would assume just like a garbage movie. And I mean, it has nudity of a minor in it if so anyway there you go um but yeah like eventually you know they when she does turn 18 or or when she turns 19 she marries john derrick and um she takes his name derrick and then she used to have a stage name bo shane so bo shane sounds like a really weird like bobby bo shane well, like Bo, like B.O.'s first yeah. name and then Shane. Yeah, so she, I got So you. she kept the Bo and then took his name Derek. So obviously if she had a station, you know, she, she knew, she, you know, she had her eye on wanting to be like a famous person. Um, right. So then she is like married to this guy. And, and then of course this shit is like not seen as weird at all in, no. at the time. Um, no, I did read something like, was there a thing where she, like they left Germany, but they 
had to come into the states through Mexico. Like, so, like I don't know. I read some weird sketchy that we're like they knew. It sounds so romantic. Like, it's like, like babe, I, we're going to Mexico. Like they were fully <laughs> so aware. We and like, arrested. and I think even like at the start of the relationship, there was kind of like, okay, well, we'll just say that I'm your dad or your uncle or whatever, and to, yeah. you know, like they they had to go through all that, and that like always is so fucking like, it's just so bizarre. Like if mm-hmm. because everyone like the general consensus was like, especially in Hollywood, it's like, okay, like we all know what's going on here and like we don't care it's like but you still have to jump through like every hoop to make sure that you don't get caught because you like you know that this shit's fucking illegal you just don't care you're just like like, well well, they're out to get me they're out to they don't want us to have this love they don't really care about us yeah i mean and as we know you know i mean our it didn't end in the 70s r kelly and Aaliyah famously yeah he was was dating her when she was under 18 and even her debut album was named Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. I mean, I don't know how fucking more like, <laughs> yeah. in your face you could be about it. Yeah. I mean, exactly. other than just like make an album called I Have Sex with Kids. Right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then people would be like, oh, I get it. It's like, like a, oh, it's like, like no, a metaphor. I'm trying to tell it's you. A, yeah, it's like deep. That's really deep. That's a, but anyway, so, so she, she does this very. It's like a very small role in this horror movie called Orca the Killer Whale. I don't oh, think she, yeah, she really doesn't she doesn't have a lot of movies. That's what's kind of interesting about it too. Anyway, so in 79, this is like her big moment, and this is this really iconic scene that kind of is how she became a celebrity. She was in this movie called Ten. Um now I actually watched this movie and I actually enjoyed it. This is by far her best movie that I've seen, other than Tommy Boy, which we'll get into later. Uh, <laughs> but she doesn't really in, in both of these movies. I think part of it is she does not play a huge part in the movie Ten. Um, did you end up seeing this one or no? I just watched no, Bolero. Bolero. Okay, yeah, yeah. So this this one actually has like some heavyweights behind it. It was directed by Blake Edwards, who directed Pink Panther, um, and it starred Dudley Moore, who's a fucking fantastic yeah. actor. Uh, no, yeah, I know that this Arthur. one was the biggest one, which is kind of why I was like, eh, fuck it. Like, I don't want to sit through a goddamn fucking right. 70s rom-com. Right, you know? but I was actually like, oh, this is actually like pretty good. And then, uh, um, oh, I'm blanking on her name, the fucking, uh, oh, Julie Andrews, gosh. Fucking, like, yeah. great, everything. you know. Yeah, so Dudley Moore is this, like, ha- middle, he's having, like, a midlife crisis, and... He's like dating Julie Andrews, who's like his age, and then he just has this midlife crisis, and he sees Bo Derek, and basically sort of is like becomes obsessed with. He's like, who is this young beauty? And his life unravels, and he like follows her down to Mexico or something, and is basically kind of like creepily like just trying to like figure. He's like, can I ever talk to her? And Jesus. he has this he has this fantasy, this beach fantasy where he just imagines her running down the beach. And embracing him and kissing him, and it's this, and so it's like a fantasy scene, and she has like beads in her hair and like cornrows, which, yeah, maybe also wouldn't fly uh, today. Some well, might, who knows? They okay. might say it's appropriation. She's supposed to be in Mexico. I don't know. So you know. just, for, you know, I know a lot of you probably haven't seen Ten, but I know a ton of you have seen Austin Powers, and yes. uh, mm-hmm. I think it's in the first one when they come up onto Doctor Evil's yes. island. He comes out like. It, as Bo Derek, and there's right. been countless parodies. But um, as far as the the hair goes, so yeah. in 2020 she did an interview with Variety magazine, and like where for some reason this journalist just like 
is just slamming her with all this shit. Like, so your husband, who you literally stayed with, like, spoiler, it stayed with till he died. Like, he would probably would have been me too. What do you think about that? And she's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I didn't really think about it, you know, at the time. But looking <laughs> back, yeah, I was pretty young. And then she's like, you broke up a fucking marriage. How do you feel about that? Like, that woman's still alive. She's like, I think about it every day. I feel like shit. And they're like, and... Uh, by the way, that hair in, in your iconic scene, the one thing that you're going to be remembered for the most, that wouldn't fly now, huh? And she's yeah. just like, no, I guess not. I mean, I didn't really see myself as a culture vulture uh, yeah. it was, was the word right, she used. Right. But yeah, like cultural appropriation. I mean, I guess not. But also like the fact that that was her hair in that scene to make her into such a sex symbol, like it doesn't look good. <laughs> like it looks yeah. silly on her. Yeah. Like it looks like it's a silly hairstyle for it's white chicks anyways. It's like what like a seventh grader in like the year nineteen ninety eight would get done on like the Disney cruise ship on vacation uh -huh. and then come back yeah. to school with it. It's 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 very odd. Also, in the rest, it's only she, her hair is only like that in that one scene of the movie. Um, <laughs> so he was just like, you know, what would look really good in his fantasy. Like, and then he puts her in like fucking yeah. jaw beads. The the scene is great because the part you don't remember or that is often not shown is that while she's running, he's running to her in these like gray sweatpants, and he looks like absolute shit. And I think that's the whole joke is right. that like this, this like schlubby dude, you know, would never get with the 10. Cause that's like the movie's like, she's a perfect 10. Like that's literally why the movie is called 10. Um, but yeah, that scene, I mean like that scene would be like, that could be some like TikTok meme shit, you know, right. but it's like a little too old or something. It's just like, I don't think people get the reference enough, but it's like in the way that Drake just does shit. And then all of a sudden it's a fucking meme. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of this random, inexplicable thing that just became so popular. Yeah, because and, I mean, you, it did. Have, I only know it about did that. Get scene. a lot. I, yeah, I only know about that scene from that. Like, I definitely know what you're t like. You know, what I mean, like, I yeah. knew right away. Um, just you know, I'm a pop culture guy, but fucking like, I never even knew that that was just like one clip of the movie, and that her hair wasn't like that for the rest of the movie. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 really bizarre that that was the scene. It didn't take much for folks back then, huh? Right. Um, and that's what, and that's part of it, too, is like, again, because it was. Yeah. Like, I feel like that in a way is a cultural moment that might not necessarily be able to like it could still be replicated, but maybe not so much in a movie, I guess. I don't know. I mean, right. Well, the running down the beach thing, I mean, and like these kind of like fucking like romantic fantasy scene it's a cliche i mean they're in tons of right. movies where the guy drifts off or the girl drifts off. i mean fuck and like when when water is involved it's like a whole nother thing like for instance the baywatch run you have right. uh fast times at ridgemont high mm -hmm. the the phoebe yeah. kate's pool scene right. i mean like it there's just something about bathing suits that like are burned into the american lexicon of like this yeah. is sexy you yeah. like this the one piece swimsuit yeah it is very like american um sandlot Windy Perfecorn. Oh, Sandlot, yeah, Windy yeah. Perfecorn, yeah. <laughs> the the lifeguard. Um, but yeah, so this movie That's assault, I mean, man, what they did, what those fucking <laughs> animals did to her. Um Oh yes, it's true. They did play a, a bad trick on her um in that movie. <laughs> I, I forgot like what happened in the movie, but yeah. Um so anyway, it's a huge success. This movie is very successful. And I actually thought 10 was like a pretty solid movie. Like it was yeah. pretty good. It was pretty, I love Bradley Moore and Julie Andrews. And they're in most of it. And that's the thing. She's Bo Derek is barely in the movie 
and she rarely speaks because in the movie he keeps just getting a glimpse of her from afar and so she only has maybe like 20 lines like he finally meets her at the end of the movie so she's not even talking a lot so i think that that's that's what they wanted that's what she was there i know that's that's kind of like what (laughs) that's like the dump thing is okay um, is bolero next though so not quite next so okay um so then after to capitalize on the success now john derrick comes i mean they've been married but they he comes back into the picture and he directs this series of three films okay that he directs she stars and he's like you're gonna be the main bill because now you're a star so right off the bat you've got perverted husband who is just (laughs) like directing these movies like i don't think he had a lot of directing skill but he was a hollywood guy so he's gonna get the resources and he has bo derrick and he and he's husband of bo derrick he definitely was like a very controlling guy um so he makes yeah, this shocker mo- that someone oh, old enough to be her fucking father right. would want to control there's her. De- there's definitely some weird daddy stuff going on there. So he first directed this movie, uh, Tarzan the Ape Man. And I watched that, <laughs> and basically she she plays um Jane. Right. You know. And this movie also stars Richard Harris, who's like a fucking like legend, you know, like le- legendary actor. Um this movie is really bad, and I saw it, um, but I think it was pretty successful because it was just capitalizing off of like her newfound fame. And Tarzan and she- implies that there's going to be very little clothes. Yes. So the Tarzan guy is like super ripped, and you know he's barely wearing any clothes. And then she like just manages to find herself just completely naked a lot, like in the. <laughs> It's just like she's so she's very nude. So like this movie is definitely one that my f- friend Tom would it it feels like very campy because it is supposed to be this like Tarzan this classic tale. Yeah. But it has this highly sexually exploitative nature to it, which I mean I think that there is like definitely like a sexual undertone to the Tarzan story obviously. But well, this I mean is look just- at George of the Jungle. It's like fucking just <laughs> like the hottest fucking film. Ever. But you know what's interesting <laughs> is that in ten, she like she wasn't nude in ten, was she? You no, there is a little bit too. There's some a, a nudity bit. in that. Yes, okay, but there's still nudity. I think that she got so popular and like became like the sex symbol instantly from ten, like a, a highly regarded film. And then her husband was like, Well, I'm gonna put you in a bunch of movies and the thing will be that you're naked the whole time. So then she goes from like having a shot at that, at, you know, 10 being her first big movie. She probably could have gone, but he's like, I'm going to exploit the shit out of you and your body in fucking my next films. Mm-hmm. And we're going to work yeah. as a team because I'm going to tell you what to do. You're going to listen. And I'm your husband. Yeah. And so he kind of like pigeonholes her for the rest of her fucking life. Almost, you know, mm-hmm. or, or for at least the rest of the it 80s. Do, no, it does. And it, 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 it actually gets kind of sad uh, because it does kind of like, it does pigeonhole her, and it's just like, oh, she's this the hot bombshell. That's you're gonna see her titties. She's gonna get naked in a movie, and like that's what she's known for. Um, this movie, uh, you know, it's based on a book, Tarzan of the Apes, by Edgar Rice Burroughs, and the Burroughs estate, uh, they, I guess, they knew it was gonna be a shitty movie. And so they tried to stop production of the movie, and they uh, tried to sue uh, MGM because they were just like. 
Bolero? Wow. Wait, for no, Bolero? No, no, for oh. Tarzan. I'm, oh, I'm still like, I was yeah, like, no, I know. Gonna, yeah. yeah. But like basically, because Tarzan was so bad and yeah, like kind of course. missing the point that even like the, 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 uh, the Burroughs estate, yeah, they tried to sue um, because they're like, wow, you guys are just making like a complete like garbage it's Tarzan mockery. King of the Jungle, not. Fucking Tarzan, look at these boobs. Yeah, but there's like a there's like a scene where he's like groping, like Tarzan's like groping her boobs, and like it's like very weird. And then there's at the end of this uh, of it, she gets kidnapped, and she's like completely naked and tied up and like covered in paint because I guess they're gonna like sacrifice her or oh something. Oh my god! And you're just, I was like, what the fuck is it's going so on? It's so gratuitous. Like, it's like, very gratuitous, and her like. Be, I'm like, what kind of like? I'm just, and then you're but just imagining. This is imagining like your husband jo- making this film for yeah. you. This, I this like- fucking stinker where it's just about you being naked and like tormented mm-hmm. basically the whole time, and you just came off of like this great film, like right. that's going to be regarded as a classic for years to come. That has the press for that at the moment, and like he decides to do this with her. It's the most selfish fucking manipulative it's, thing. Yeah, that it's very he could have done. It's manipulative. It it just feels like. Very like, I, look at my wife. Like, look at my possession, my trophy, and like y'all, y'all, all y'all can see her naked on the movie screen. But like, I'm the one she's sleeping yeah. with. Like, I'm that, the one that know. had to pick her up from school every day for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm the one that had to cut her, cut the yeah. crust off her peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah, it definitely has a grooming vibe for sure. Um, so now let's get into. And okay, so she has gotten nominated for so many like golden Razzies for all these movies. Right. Now um, because, explain, because what's a golden Razzie? That is like this like satirical award show that kind of happens in conjunction with the Oscars, completely not recognized yeah. by the Oscars, but they give out awards for worst acting. Right. Um worst Pop movie. culture nerds really like know yeah, like, about um, it. But so Bo Derek is actually kind of I think like her and Sylvester Stallone like have some of the most golden raspberry nominations. Wow. Um so, um, so yeah, this movie Tarzan got nominated for it, but and this was still a success. It was like a hugely successful movie. So even though it's like bad, she's still hot. You know how that kind of works, where it's like yeah, even well, because everyone was curious right. because she had just done ten and she was like this huge superstar out of nowhere. So let's go see yeah. her next movie, and then everyone, you know, you already bought the fucking ticket. Right. At that point. So it kind of like gives the illusion that the movie was popular, that she's popular. But now people are going to be a little bit more skeptical when they go to see the next one. Right. The next one being 1984's Bolero. And that yeah. this, this is what <laughs> this watching Bolero is what made me be like, this is a dump because I was aware of Bo Derek's huge fame from 10. And I saw Bolero and I had just been talking to Tom. I was like, OK. Let me like see what this Bo Derek thing is. And I watched that movie and I was like, I cannot believe that this is a fucking movie. Like, right. it's wild and it's, just It's like weird. all of the weirdest parts of like, and, and it's not supposed to be like, I mean, it's, it's supposed to have this comedic thing, like, but it's porn acting. Like there were like these yes. grindhouse seventies films. Like I, I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's specifically like, like it's like Goldilocks and the Three Bears, but it's like porno actors trying to be like funny and quirky, yeah. and like it just comes off really fucking weird. It almost reminds me of like parts of like David Lynch's Wild at Heart, almost yeah. where it's like the dialogue mm-hmm. is just delivered so <clears throat> oddly, yeah, 
And then the sex scenes just go on for so go, yeah. long. There's yeah, this and there's is like weird even, lighting, and none of it makes mm-hmm. sense. And like, and people think out loud to themselves. Like, yes. I hate that. And if there's mm-hmm. no voiceovers, so she's just like, I wonder what he kisses like. Yeah, and it's like what? Uh-huh. Like, who so, even says that? So this movie was also directed by John Derrick, and it, it basically Bo plays this ver- <clears throat> this version like yeah. <laughs> who has just so graduated from college. She's a 23-year-old version who's just graduated from college. And then she is on a quest to, like, find a lover. The perfect dick. Yeah, to, like, take her virginity. Um, it's the plot of a porno. I mean, how yeah. many pornos are like that? You know, she right. finishes finishing school, and then she's like, tells her driver, like, Palova, I have to right. do something. And she, like, gets naked and dances, and some guy's yeah. just like, oh, wow, you're crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just no. so fucking bizarre. It makes, like, no, it makes no sense. She's, like, so she's traveling all over, like, the world. They make her, like, Lawrence of like Arabia. Europe. She, like, goes yeah. to, like, these sand dunes to, like, an outdoor market. Yeah, and, like, there's, like, a... Sh- yeah, there's a sheik, an Arab sheik who like played by like a white guy. Yes, I was like, <laughs> I was so confused. I like didn't understand, and I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy." Um, but she like, and then he like rubbing her, so she's getting naked all the time. So he like rubs honey Full all over naked, her body, yeah. her naked body, and then he falls asleep for it's no, honey. For yeah, no he, reason. Like, he's licking all this honey off of her, and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna let this happen finally. Like, this guy's gonna take my virginity." And then it like flashes, and she's talking to her friend. She's like, "And he fell asleep," and she's like, "No." Yeah, and, but like, <laughs> yeah, the, the, no, the acting is so weird and bad. And yeah, she has a friend who's just like accompanying her on her mission to get. Defi- it's the kind of acting where safe. you wonder if they were asked to do it because yeah. it's like it's so unnatural. Yeah, it's very unnatural. So then she goes to Spain and meets this like bull, like a matador who is like on a side plot, I think is grooming this like 14 year old who's and and, and the 14 year old girl just keeps being like, I'll be next. Like, like I, yeah, it's it's she's really like I'm and, next. and the guy also he looks like uh well you know he he's he's Spanish guy but he he's very reminiscent of uh my, my buddy uh, Jeff Stryker the uh, yeah. famed uh, yes. gay porn star of, right. of the eighties whom I befriended during the pandemic it's a long story I'll tell it on Squirt <laughs> sometime uh, um, you'll sign up to Patreon for that one but um yeah so he has another girlfriend but also there's this weird thing like. It's a really hard movie. It's not an easy movie to follow because, like, they're just yeah, it doesn't. Make they're just sense. going for shit. But so she's trying to f- get a horse, and like her yeah. and her friends are like running around naked looking for horses for a second, and yeah. then she finds out that this like hunk has a horse that she wants, but like she wants him. And there's all these like references where it's like, oh yeah, that horse, that stallion. Uh-huh. But they're talking about the guy, and like yeah, he's got a young girlfriend that's like, it's it's dude. It, it Watch feels, Bolero. It's it, on HBO Max yeah. right now for free. It feels or not like for free. Of, you got to pay for it. But you know. It feels like one of those things where there could have been so many more moments for like sexual innuendo jokes, but then the lines are delivered so poorly that you just are confused. You're like, wait, was that a sex joke or not? But there is no need to question whether it's about sex because she's just getting naked this entire time. Um, I will say the movie, like, it looked good. <laughs> the, the cinematography was good. Um, 
She is no, really, she's good, really attractive. I guess there's some good shots. I mean, um, I, I, I was just watching this whole thing. Like, I was like, it's like, this is Skinamax, dude. Like, it, but yeah, is, it feels like a softcore porn. But basically, so then I'm just like, okay, so what the hell? Like, so she's done like one good movie. I guess she was in this other movie with Anthony Hopkins called uh, A Change of Seasons. I think she had like a minor role in that. Um, it right. looks like it's yeah. also just another fucking movie, like lots of sex in that movie. Um, but then I was like, whoa. So like in the 80s, she only did like Tarzan Bolero and then this third movie called Ghosts Can't Do It. And they're all directed by John Derrick. I'm like, this is like the time that she was super famous. Right. And she well, only I, did I, these like really. And I couldn't find Ghosts Can't Do It. But it was the third movie that of this that John Derrick directed and it is also just considered like a horribly shitty movie um bo derrick won a golden razzie for worst actress i think for all three of these movies do they um, send you something when you win do you know well like, i think do you actually get like a fucking I, I don't think so but i know that like i think halle berry famously went to the razzies and like got her award one time so sometimes actors, <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> sometimes act, and then sometimes actors are actually nominated for a Razzie and an Oscar in the same year. Um, That's really crazy. Yeah, I can't remember who, but so anyway, Ghost Can't Do It also has uh, Donald Trump in it, but I haven't been right. able to see this movie yet. Uh, but it looks like she dog was, shit. okay. She in that Variety magazine interview I was telling you about, mm -hmm. they bring that up too. That's like so because this is like 2020 at like right after George Floyd and like like real you know the country was like like when it was at it's like fucking like worse mm -hmm. like yeah you, you know I, I mean like absolute peak like she gets interviewed because she was in some new TV show or something and, and oh no the uh, reels the the channel reels released a documentary about her life mm -hmm. and. Uh, and yeah, the Linda, the the woman who was married to John Derrick before her, is in it, and like it's like a whole, whole thing. But they bring that up. They're like, "So uh, you were in a movie with Trump? Like, what do you think about that now?" She's like, "Well, he kind of like phoned in a cameo. Like, it's not. It wasn't like, it wasn't like that." And she's, yeah. and then they're like, "And you're a Republican, aren't you?" She's like, "Well, I did like help." George Bush, you know, but like, I don't really think of it like that. I'm, you know, and like, it's, it's like, they're just grinding on her. It's like, your husband was a, like, would have gotten me too. You fucking had braids. You shouldn't have fucking had Trump was in yeah. one of your movies. And, uh, how, how do you like your new documentary? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The fuck? Yeah. It seems like, yeah, it just, yeah, I do kind of feel bad for her. Um, I did have this clip of an interview during her peak fame, early eighties, uh, on Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. I just want to play that clip really quick. I understand that your, your own husband, John Derrick, said he, he thought you were foolish to try out for 10. Did he well, say something? I, I've read quotes. He says, some days you look ravishing and beautiful, and he says, other days you look like, and I'm not uh -huh. sure whether I should say the word. Uh -huh. What did he say? Was that he's, he's very critical, and, and, and if I don't look good one day, we don't have a very good day usually. He just, it, it really does affect really? our, yes. But, and that's why, mainly because I eat too much that I have those terrible days. But you're so tiny. But I eat a lot. And yeah, so that is like very. Like we said, controlling, like the yeah. direct, director on set, director at home. Yeah, and just kind of like, it's also just, again, different times where it's like, here's this woman just talking on national TV how her husband is like watching 
what she eats so that if that happened like, now i mean I, we said yeah. like that's one of the things like a recurring theme on culture dumps is just like if you if that happened now you mm-hmm. know yeah. like I, mean, yeah. I find myself saying that in so many episodes like can you fucking imagine i mean can you even imagine if like like i feel like a woman would get a lot of shit if she went on tv and she's like yeah i, I like portion out my food and like kind of described like a very restrictive diet that she was on just yeah. from her own volition i feel like right. she would get shit for that like let alone right, right. if a man was making her do it you know yeah absolutely but she stayed with him until he died i mean they were right. together for 20 uh, some tw- odd years 22 years yeah, something like, like that yeah so um but really like i mean the 80 that's just kind of the thing i mean there are a couple 90s movies that are worth mentioning. Uh, she's in Tommy Boy. Right. And it's great. Uh, she just has like a like a little part. Uh, she's like Rob Lowe's like yeah, she, mom. She's, but she plays isn't. Tommy Sr. Or, you know, yeah. to Tommy's dad's fucking dad. And then she's trying yeah. to get his money, you know. Yeah. After that, God, classic, classic piece of American cinema. Wherever you're talking about all these stinkers, you know, we got Tommy Boy sitting mm-hmm. on our laps. Right, right. Um, oh, she did this. Okay, I did see some of this movie called Woman of Desire. I mean, it's like they're not even fucking trying. Uh, <laughs> and that is an erotic thriller, which I keep thinking the erotic thriller could be a dump because there's so many erotic We could do thrillers. like a squirts. That's like a yeah. squirts topic. In the 90s, um, you know, you had like uh, Jade and uh, Basic Instinct, probably the most famous one. Sure. Um, where basically there's I mean, always like you even like had like horror movies from like, the, especially the 90s, like Species, where it's yeah. just like, I'm an alien and I gotta look like a super hot chick and fuck a bunch of guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, she just, just kind of continues to do these things other than Tommy Boy, which is, you know, it's great. Right. And then she's also in um, The Master of Disguise. Right. Well, yeah, by doing... the time the 2000s hit, she's like, she's been kind of demote. She's like A-list in people's hearts, B-list in the studio system. Yeah, like, I mean, but like to get weird. her in something is kind of like, oh, we got like Bo Derek for this. Not like we have this amazing it's, actor. It to seems play, like a know? joke. And I mean, it's just weird. I mean, she's been in about 15 movies, but given the amount of time, it's just you're like, wow, she hasn't really done that many movies. I right. mean, she was in like, Malibu's Most Wanted, like, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> um, oh, and, at, and the shark. I mean, recent, like most recently, as far as films go, besides her documentary, uh, she was in Shark, like a couple of the Sharknado. Oh, Sharknado movies. three. Oh hell no! Yeah, uh, <laughs> who else was in that? Oh, what wasn't uh, Jared? Jared from fucking Subway was in that too. Oh God, yeah. dump connection. And and I think uh, Brett Michaels was was in that one as well. I could wow. be mistaken on that, but yeah, dump connection. Bo Derek and Jared oh, Fogel, opposite ends of the uh, you know <laughs> fucking mm, statutory yeah. uh, spectrum. Uh, yeah. Same Damn. film, same Sharknado. Yeah. And I guess, like, that's kind of one of those things where then it's like, oh, I'm Bo Derry, and it's funny that I'm in this. And, I, you know, she did some TV stuff. Uh, she was in, like, Seventh Heaven a couple right. episodes. Dude, um, they, okay, so one of the, the kid, the blonde kid from Seventh Heaven, 
Uh, I forget his character's name. My brother would kill me. He's seen like every episode. But he lived in my hometown. This is a total aside. And I went with my neighbors to see the Moulin Rouge movie when it came out. So I'm probably like 12 or 13 or something. And I got a pretzel and I put popcorn butter all over it. And I (laughs) ate it and I started feeling really sick. And that movie, it's like all these colors and like dance sequences and stuff. And I got Uh nauseous and I went and I like puked my guts out in the bathroom. (laughs) And when I came out, like, you know, snots all my face, like my eyes are all red. I'm all red and like spitty and stuff and that kid from seventh heaven is like peeing and he's just like are you okay and i was like uh yeah and i was like fuck that's a guy from tv and i was like just barfed my guts out to Moulin Rouge. Oh, anyways yeah she was in seventh heaven uh oh my god dude well drew carey show but also two guys a girl in a pizza place that might be one of the most 90 sitcoms to have ever existed i don't know that i don't know that yeah, I mean, she's around. She she makes cameos. I mean, she's also she plays herself in in a lot like, you know, makes makes appearances on talk shows and things. Right. She did a big interview with Oprah where they, you know, open up all the cans of worms. Again, that documentary just came out like last year or the year before, you know, where she mm-hmm. did that scathing variety interview. <laughs> yeah. And so I guess like in, you know, it's just I think to some she's not forgotten, but I was just kind of blown away by like knowing of her fame and then when i actually went in to do some research and i was like what like i was just very shocked i was like there was such this one fucking scene yeah like really did a lot and then yeah i mean y'all if you want to like if you have hbo max go watch bolero because it is just i mean it's bad if you're into that kind of if you're into that kind of thing of like watching a bad movie knowing it's going to be bad Um, but just being like kind of astoundingly bad also i mean that's what's going on it's like she was successful she was happy you know what i mean like you said she stayed with her husband you know like until he fucking died but like there is something to be said for someone with so much promise like like you said no matter what happened she probably would have been famous just because of how strikingly beautiful she was when like she started to get into show business or even had an interest in that you know that like to have her career kind of derailed by someone who from the start of their relationship had been taking advantage of her i mean her innocence her youth and then like to capitalize off the fact that millions of people now saw her as this beautiful you know young woman with all this promise to take her and put her in these trash movies where it's just about seeing her naked really speaks to the tragedy of the bo Derek story that is often ignored because she's not considered by any means like a failure or anything she's a working actress and a fucking icon but there is this underlying thing as to why she wasn't really put all the way there and that's the dump and that's what we wanted to explore exactly yeah totally so there you have it y'all Bo Derek go get you some 70s 70s dump 70s 80s dump yeah yeah no I I love uh, I I love the the retro the disco dumps. I mean, we, yeah, I feel like we used to do a lot oh, of yeah. that. It's like a disco dump. That's I mean, we, what it is. Yeah, we, we've done a lot of uh, d- disco <laughs> yeah. era dumps. It's good. 70s are my fucking favorite. Well, yeah. folks, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon. We mentioned Squirts quite a bit on this because we'll be, you know, probably making, yes, like an erotic thriller episode of Squirts, which is our side series, only available on Patreon. It's, yeah, 
more of like a freestyle thing where we pick a topic and we just talk about our personal experiences. It's not such deep dives. It's more just bullshitting with the boys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we also post tons of videos. Like if I can find like some choice Bo Derek clips, we'll, we'll be loading them up there. So that's uh, patreon.com slash culture dumps. As always, rate and subscribe to leave reviews on whatever format you're listening to this on. And follow us on Instagram at culture dumps. Send us emails of suggestions and things like that at culturedumps at gmail.com. I'm Ryan Lichten, also here with Parks Miller. I'm fucking losing it. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. That's it. Keep on dumping. <laughs>